Tech Fighter Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 467 for November 1st, 2015. This week, one of the more helpful sites for Windows users is the Windows Club, but be careful with downloads from the site. We'll take a couple of looks at security, online reviews may not always be as trustworthy as they appear, and watch out for free offers on Facebook and elsewhere. In short circuits, Western Digital plans to acquire SanDisk and a new approach to stifling online bullies. In spare parts, only on the website, Microsoft finally opens its flagship store in New York City, and it's very close to Apple's flagship store. And the rush to move software as a service applications to the cloud is accelerating. Anyone who has a computer that uses Windows should have at least a passing acquaintance with the Windows Club, either via the organization's website or through its presence on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, or YouTube. The site is owned and operated by Microsoft Most Valuable Professional Anand C. Kanse in India. Microsoft depends on MVPs to provide a significant amount of first-line support, even though these people aren't employed by Microsoft or compensated in any way for their work on Microsoft's behalf. One becomes an MVP by being an exceptional, independent community leader who shares their passion, technical expertise, and real-world knowledge of Microsoft products with others. Or, as Napoleon Bonaparte explained some years ago, a soldier will fight long and hard for a bit of colored ribbon. The MVP program grew out of the software developer community, as the initial MVPs were some of the most active on the then-online peer support communities such as Usenet and CompuServe. It has since grown to include other types of products and other avenues of contribution. According to Wikipedia, the MVP program was almost canceled. Actually, it was canceled and then revived. On October 22, 1999, a Microsoft executive sent out a message announcing the cancellation of the MVP program. This may have been in response to a suit at the time against AOL by its newsgroup leaders who felt they deserved to be paid for the time they put in online. After an outpouring of online support, including many emails sent directly to Bill Gates and Steve Ballmer, Microsoft announced three days later that the cancellation had itself been canceled. The current Windows Club site is the successor to an earlier site created by Conse. The first site was about Windows Vista, winvistaclub.com, and it was launched in 2007. The WindowsClub.com was launched in 2009. It focuses on tutorials and articles about Windows 7, 8, and 10. A help forum provides user-supplied answers to questions from other members. There's also a Windows Club freeware section that's well worth your time. But be sure to read the descriptions of the applications before you download them, because some are intended only for a specific version of Windows. For example, there's the Ultimate Windows Tweaker, version 4 is for Windows 10, version 3 works with Windows 8 and 8.1, version 2.2 is for Windows 7 and Windows Vista. I did encounter one concern, though. Near the top of the Downloads page, 
you'll see some text that says, before you download, click here to scan windows for issues causing speed loss. Well, the link goes to tweakbit.com, which claims to be a registry cleaner. If you follow the link, you'll be directed to a page that looks very much like something that would be on Microsoft's website. That's warning sign number one. If instead of following the link, you open the tweakbit.com website, you'll find that you're eligible for a marvelous offer today only. Instead of paying $240 for something that looks a lot like snake oil, you can purchase TweakBit's PC Suite today for just $100. Now, I know nothing about TweakBit, but the marketing techniques they use cause me to suspect the operation isn't entirely trustworthy. So, although the applications downloaded directly from the Windows Club's site are legitimate, some of the offers that sneak in seem to be a bit shady. The download page for the Ultimate Windows Tweaker for Windows 10, for example, explicitly states you are now downloading Ultimate Windows Tweaker 4 for Windows 10. This download is provided to you free of charge and does not include any third-party offers. That's the way things should be. So I downloaded the Ultimate Windows Tweaker, and a README file explained that the Ultimate Windows Tweaker is a freeware tweak UI utility for tweaking and optimizing Windows 10, both 32- and 64-bit versions. It does not require an install. All I had to do was run the executable file. To uninstall it, if I decide I want to, I can just delete the directory that was created when I unzipped the download file. The first thing the application does is create a restore point. This is a good safety measure. The application lists general areas of interest on the left, and after you select one of those, you'll see one or more tabs at the top. So it does a lot of things. The Windows Club Downloads section lists more than 70 applications. Some of these are intended for specific versions of Windows, and the site frequently reminds users to create a restore point before installing new applications. Specific sections exist on the site for News, Downloads, Security, Edge and IE, Office, Windows Phones, The Forum, and Deals. If you go to the Deals tab, do read the fine print very carefully. hired a company or visited a restaurant based on stellar reviews and had such a horrible experience that you wondered just how the company managed to accumulate even one good review, much less hundreds of them? The answer, perhaps, is they cheated. Brian Krebs of Krebs on Security has written about the problem several times. There are people who are willing to write and sell five-star reviews, and some of the larger organizations, such as Amazon, don't like it. The site Fiverr.com offers excellent reviews for products, and Amazon is working to eliminate the fake reviews. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission also has been investigating the issue. Krebs writes, Before you hire someone to do work for you, don't just pick the company that comes up high in the search results on Google. Unfortunately, that generally guarantees nothing other than the company is good at marketing. 
take time to really research the companies you want to hire before booking them for jobs. But that's not the only challenge. In a recent post, Krebs describes organizations that create phantom companies, sometimes hundreds of them, with various names, addresses, and phone numbers. Anybody who attempts to contact these bogus businesses will be routed to companies that pay for the leads. So you might think you're dealing with a company that supposedly has great ratings, but find that your information has actually been sold to some fly-by-night organization. The report says this practice is common among services that are delivered to the buyer's home. Locksmiths, cleaning services, companies that replace windshields, garage door repair operations, and the like. Check out the full report from Krebs. There's a link to it on the TechBiter Worldwide website. And, as he says, be careful. In another angle on security, there's an old adage. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Well, that applies double to the Internet and triple to Facebook. You see an ad offering a free case of wine, a free airline flight, a free television? Do you click it? Well, not if you're smart. Some organizations offer legitimate prizes. Here's an example. Coleman's, a fish store in Wheeling, makes what are probably the best fish sandwiches in the Northern Hemisphere, possibly in the entire world. The company has offered shrimp trays and other reasonable prizes to users picked at random from those who like the company's page. The key points there, they're relatively small prizes. A shrimp tray, for example, instead of a dinner for 100 of your closest friends. And it's offered to a small number of people, one winner in a drawing. If you see an offer that says a company is offering free cases of wine to everyone who likes their page, and, oh, by the way, only 240 cases remain to be given away, and you'd better hurry, well, you can be sure that's a phony. Legitimate companies can be hurt by these practices when the winners get nothing and complain. But the companies are victims, too. They have no connection with the fraudsters who try to benefit from using their well-known name. Click one of those links and you'll probably be prompted to provide a lot of personal information. Your name, your address, your email address, your phone number. Consider yourself lucky if that's all you're asked to give up. Once they have that information, the scammers can sell it to other crooks who will contact you with other offers that are just too good to be true. It doesn't hurt to be both skeptical and a bit paranoid whenever you encounter an offer on the Internet. For more information about this topic, see the Malwarebytes blog. They have a really good article on it. There's a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. short circuits, Western Digital and SanDisk announced this week that Western Digital will acquire all of the outstanding shares of SanDisk for a combination of cash and stock. The $19 billion deal values SanDisk common stock at $86.50 per share. That's about $7 above the current price of the stock. Both companies' boards of directors have approved the acquisition. Western Digital says that this is the next step in converting the company into a storage solutions company, not just a disk manufacturer. 
Western Digital will effectively double its market and expand its participation in the quickly growing non-volatile RAM storage market. Disk drives are still the least expensive way to store data, but solid-state disk storage is growing quickly, and disk manufacturing is expected to continue shrinking. The companies say that the combination creates a significant value for both SanDisk and Western Digital shareholders. Western Digital has a successful record of merger and acquisition activity, and SanDisk is one of the leading manufacturers of flash storage devices. Western Digital's and SanDisk's combined product lines include hard disk drives, solid-state drives, cloud data center storage solutions, and flash storage solutions. Both companies have robust research and development operations with more than 15,000 combined patents issued or pending worldwide. Toshiba has been a long-term strategic partner with SanDisk for 15 years. That joint venture will continue. The transaction will be financed by a mix of cash, new debt financing, and Western Digital stock. The transaction is subject to approval by SanDisk shareholders, and it's expected to close in the third calendar quarter of 2016. Online bullying is unpleasant, but it's persistent, and the results can be disastrous. Some children who have been bullied were so distressed that they actually killed themselves. Goodby Silverstein and Partners, an advertising agency, the Ad Council, Adobe, and several others are working together to fight bullying. It may seem trivial, but one of the key components is an emoji that was released with the latest version of Apple's mobile operating system. It's just an image of a speech bubble with an eye in the center. What it signifies is this, I am a witness. The Unicode standard emoji is unusual in that it's been created for a social cause. It's included with 150 new emoji for Apple devices, not yet available for Android, but Android users can download a keyboard app designed without cost by Snaps, a company that specializes in these applications. Here's how widespread the problem is. Nearly a quarter of all teens say they have been bullied during the past year. Research was conducted by the National Center for Educational Statistics. About 15% of teens say they have been bullied online. The good news, though, is that nearly 60% say the bullying stopped when a peer intervened. And that's the point of the I Am A Witness program. Check out a short video on the TechBiter Worldwide website, www.techbiter.com. The Ad Council and the companies involved are donating time and resources to promote the campaign. Adobe's chief marketing officer, Ann Loons, saw a video by Lee Hirsch on the subject, and she approached Adobe's management about finding ways to expand the message to a larger audience. This is the result. This week in Spare Parts, only on the website, Microsoft has finally opened its flagship store in New York City, and it is very close to Apple's flagship store, just around the corner. And the rush to move software-as-a-service applications to the cloud is accelerating.
Thanks for listening to TechBiter Worldwide, the podcast with an hour's worth of technology news in about 20 minutes. I'm Bill Blinn. Be sure to check out the website, www.techbiter.com. And if you like, send me an email from there. See you next week.